It's two minutes past 12, it's Heritage Day, and because today is Heritage Day, I'm sharing a little bit of my heritage. That little sting was a fabulous gentleman named Lucas Sutole, who is actually doing my family name. I am Pumi Mashekho, and you're listening to Womanla. But today, I'm going to introduce myself to you as Mam Kwanazi, because that's my maiden name, and that's what the elders in my family call me. You can call us, talk to us about your heritage, talk to us about how you're feeling or how you're celebrating Heritage Day today. The studio number is 0861-555-189. You can Twitter us at at cliffcentral.com, WeChat, uh, Cliff Central, Facebook, Instagram. I'm also on WeChat and Facebook and Instagram as Pumimashoho01. And today, I'm sharing a little bit more about a musical journey of my heritage not just some of the the bigger things, but just some of the little stories behind what makes South African music what it is and the people that we've come to love and respect who from this the bottom of Africa have managed to roar across the world. And I'm going to start over here and tell you a little bit about these gentlemen right after this. Everybody's heard this song, I'm sure. Homeless, 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 homeless
Somebody sing hello, hello, hello. Somebody sing. Somebody cry, why, why, why? Somebody sing. Somebody sing hello, hello, hello. Somebody sing. Somebody cry, why, why, why? Somebody sing. He do my Somebody sing hello, hello, hello. Somebody sing. Somebody cry, why, why, why? Somebody sing. So everybody knows the sounds of Homeless by Lady Smith Black Mambazo. But when I was digging up, getting ready for today's show, even though I've heard them over and over again at home and throughout in multi-award, multi-Grammy award winning South African Stratamia band, I found out that actually in 1964, the founder of this, of this group, Joseph Shabalala, actually already had a band. But then he found himself always having these recurring dreams. He'd be sleeping for about six months. He was always just plagued in his dreams by a choir singing this perfect harmony, he describes. And, and the sound, a beautiful sound that he's never, ever heard before. And one that he felt that at the time, even his group had not achieved. And so as a result, he started the group again. He reorganized his group and he got other younger people in to start learning and just trying to get the sound of his band to be the same as the sound on in his dreams. Now, you know, as Africans, we're all about our spirits and ancestors talking to us through dreams. And I thought this was an exceptional little story that he was telling us that he, he was telling when I was reading this. And one of the first times that he felt that they'd actually finally hit the melody that he could hear in his dreams was one of their first singles called Nomatemba. And when they had this song, they used to go and perform in Stratamia uh, competitions in Durban and in Johannesburg. And these were group competitions that the men that lived in hostels or worked as migrant laborers used to go to. And when they started out, they kept winning and they kept winning and they kept winning. I mean, they're still winning. Their last Grammy they won a couple of years ago. And and at the time, his group was actually called Ezimnyama, but he thought that they should it should be replaced by black for Ezimnyama, which is the Zulu word for black. But Ladysmith, which is the um, the town where he comes from, so it was he renamed his group Ladysmith Black Mambazo, and that was just the sound that over and over again he heard in his dreams. And another South African that's roared. I mean, now he's an honorary South African, but when I was getting to know about him, he's actually not even born in South Africa. He was born in England. And...
<laughs> it's the good old days of the fade out that we all know that Johnny Clegg is called Le, the, the white Zulu. And I remember being young and this guy, this white guy that could do in Lamu, like the, the, the Zulu traditional dance and that said, and I just thought, this guy, who's this white guy? Can white people do this? But when I was finding out about him, and one of the things that was deeply fascinating for me and why he's included in today's show is I can't believe that Johnny Clegg formed this group in 1969. 1969, it was one of the very first racially mixed groups, bands in South Africa. It was called Juloga. Most of you would know that. But at the time, and you, you weren't allowed, they, they didn't even get any airplay. SAPC wasn't playing their, their music. Unfortunately for them, there was no Cliff Central at the time because here at Cliff Central, we're on radio and we can do whatever we want. And today we're celebrating our heritage. And I'm taking you through a musical journey of some of the biggest acts that South Africa has exported out into the world. Just a little bit of a taste of what South Africa really, really is about. We're more than just about sports. We're also about arts and culture. You're listening to highlights of The Gareth Cliff Show on cliffcentral.com. Don't forget to join us at 1 today for a special Budget Heritage Day show. It is Heritage Day and you're listening to Womanza. It's 15 minutes past 12 and we're on cliffcentral.com. Remember, you can always call us directly into the studio and share with us what your heritage memories, your fondest heritage memories are or what you believe your heritage uh, is symbolized by here in South Africa. You can call us in the studio on 0861-555-189 or you can write to us on Twitter or WeChat on our official accounts, cliffcentral.com or you can tweet, you can Twitter me directly on at pumimashiko01. Now, one of the things that we as South Africans have exported, not just music, I think the music is, we're known for for laughter and joy and music and singing, even when we're unhappy, singing in strikes. But one of the things that South Africa's also exported all around the world is some really, really amazing writing. I don't know if any of you know that Lord of the Rings was written by a boyki from the Free State. That's one of my favorite stories when I watched Lord of the Rings, is to think this guy that thought this amazing thing up came from the Free State. And one other piece of writing that is one of, of the, for me, one of, when I remember when I first read this when I was much younger, and I couldn't believe that this was actually written in 1948, it's the opening page of Cry the Beloved Country by Ellen Patton, and I'm going to allow, ask you to indulge me, dear reader, <laughs> dear listener, as I read to you. So it's, it goes. There's a lovely road that runs from Ikopo into the hills. These hills are grass-covered and rolling, and they are lovely beyond any singing of it. The road climbs seven miles into them to Harrisbrook, and from there, if there's no mist, you look down on one of the fairest valleys of Africa. About you is the grass and bracken, and you hear the forlorn crying of the Titihoi, one of the birds of the felt. Below you, is the valley of the Umzimkulu on its journey from the Drakensberg to the sea. And beyond and behind the river, great hill after great hill, and beyond and behind them, the mountains of Ingeli and East Krikwaland. The grass is rich and matted. You cannot see the soil. It holds the rain and the mist. 
and they seep into the ground, feeding the streams in every cliff. It is well tended, and not too many cattle feed upon it. Not too many fires burn it, laying bare the soil. Stand unshod upon it, for the ground is holy, being even as it came from the Creator. Keep it, guard it, care for it, for it keeps men, guards men, cares for men. Destroy it, and man is destroyed. And this, dear listener, is what our country is about. This beautiful country of ours. It's about song, it's about dance, and it is about some of the most amazing places and some of the most fun places. This next song from Cape Town by uh, Abdullah Ibrahim is actually named after a little township in the Cape Flats.
that iconic piece of music is called Mannenberg by Abdullah Ibrahim. And actually, it is recorded, first recorded in 1974. And, and when, when he was asked about the song and asked about what the song actually means to him, he had such a beautiful, and why they called it Mannenberg. Abdullah Ibrahim talks about how symbolic the song was for him and symbolic to the removals because at the time in the 70s people were being removed from um, forced removals in Cape Town in particular people were removed from District 6 and and moved into township and he says you know for, for him this song signified music and it signified their culture and it's it's what is called it's classic classic South African jazz and it's called Marabi Influ- it's a Marabi influenced jazz and Abdullah Ibrahim left the country at the time he was called Dollar Brand and he left the country and went to the States a lot of us think that the States is the birthplace of jazz but at the time when he was there in New York uh, applying his trade he became a protege of some of jazz's greats like Duke Ellington and um, he played with people like he played with Duke Ellington and he played with people like, and now I've completely forgotten his name, but I'll remember just now and I'll tell you. And, and one of the things that Duke Ellington actually told him when he was in, in New York and kind of plying his trade and, and playing his South African-influenced jazz music. And the quote is, you are so blessed, my brother, because you come from the source of jazz. And that's exactly what, you know, for the John Coltrane's, for the Coleman's and the Don Sherry's, People like Abdullah Ibrahim, who just came from the townships of Cape Town and were out there in the world influencing a very much loved, loved, loved musical genre called jazz. And at the time, lots of musicians were leaving the country and lots of artists were leaving the country. And one such other musician who grew to be named Mama Africa and became beloved all over the world. And I came across a book. I came across a book which was part of a, a book dash, a 24-hour book dash done by a company down in Cape Town, an animation company down in Cape Town called um, Sea Monster. And they did, they did this book, which is a beautiful, beautiful children's book that's, um, oh, something's just happened here. They did this beautiful, beautiful children's book and it's all about Miriam Makeba, and it's called Singing the Truth. And Miriam Makeba was actually born in Sophia Town. But what I didn't even know is that when she was born, her mother was actually used to brew and sell beer from her home because she was a sangoma and she was a maid. And she didn't make enough money to meet the, the needs of the family. So when Miriam Makeba was born and was only 18 days old, she actually spent the first six months of her life in prison because her mother got arrested uh, for for selling beer which was illegal at the time selling homemade beer and which was illegal at the time and so she spent the first six months of her life in prison but she grew up to be fondly known and loved as mama africa a couple of days ago i was at a, a cultural evening with a friend of mine from kenya who said to me when when he first got to south africa and he heard people in South Africa talking about Miriam Makeba. He thought, this girl's made good. Because all his life, he thought Miriam Makeba was from West Africa. Because she spoke Swahili so well. And so I thought I'd share with you one of my favorite Miriam Makeba songs, which is in Swahili. And it's a duet with 
uh, her ex-husband, Harry Belafonte, who recently passed away as well, an American, and he taught, she taught him how to speak and sing Swahili and Zulu and Sutu, and they've got an entire album called An Evening with Belafonte and Makeba, and this is Malaika, My Angel, by Miriam Makeba and Harry Belafonte. Malaika Nakupenda Malaika Malaika Nakupenda Malaika Ingekuwa Malibi Ingekuwa Dada Nashindwana Malisinawe West African Swahili lullaby and I'm sitting in the studio and we're talking about what makes good music and we just had a, a very interesting exchange about what makes good music and where you can tell that something is actually a very old piece of music and 
there's a reason why some of this music has endured for generations. You know, the melodies, the lullabies. But I also think that the thing about heritage and the thing about identity is it's about the way that we are brought up. It's about where we come from. But it's also about the choices that we make in life. And one of the things that when I was putting together the show today, one of the things that I got to learn is about no matter how hard the times were. So when Juluga started, they weren't allowed to be in a band together, Sipom Kunu and uh, Johnny Clegg. But they did it anyway because that's what, that's what felt right to them. That's what they wanted to do and that's what they wanted to give the world. And they became a world-famous band which inadvertently may not have been the thing they were striving for, that inadvertently became a symbol um, against the oppression in the country that they lived in. But in the 80s, which was also in Soweto where I grew up, a very turbulent time, it was also one of the most fun times, some of the most exciting music coming out of the townships. And this next lady, in fact, I just saw a... I just saw a, a... a billboard saying that she's at this coming weekend's Joy of Jazz is getting a special recognition. She was named by Time magazine as the Madonna of the Township. One of our favorites, first recorded in 1983, Brenda Fassi, and it is... Okay, Brenda Fass is not playing along with us. For some reason, Brenda Fass is not playing along with us, but she's taking us to another diva of the township, my, one of my favorite current South African songbirds. And I particularly like the song because I think it, it, has, it tells a lot about our heritage and it tells a lot about where we are and speaking about the choices that we make. Revolutionaries die And the children forget The ghetto is our first love And our dreams are touched and gone We don't even cry We don't even cry About it no
You're listening to highlights of the Gareth Cliff Show on cliffcentral.com. Don't forget to join us at 1 today for a special Budget Heritage Day show. For now, you're still with Womanda, and we're celebrating heritage. And I think we finally have our temperamental songbird 
on and Brenda Fass's 1983 hit weekend special. It's 12.51.
It's, 20, it's the 24th of September. It's Heritage Day. And you're listening to Womandla. I'm Pumi Mashejo. And we're celebrating the musical heritage of South Africa. Because South Africa, even though we're at the bottom of Africa, we're at the tip of Africa, and we may only be um, the 25th largest country in the world because of how, the size of our country. And in 196 countries, I think we're doing pretty well as a country. And for South Africans, we do so well in music, in art, in in advertising, in sport, and we definitely roar much bigger than what we actually are. And as South Africans, I think for us that the culture and the heritage that we have, today we may be looking at some of the music from back in the day. I'm sitting with a young person in the studio who keeps looking at me like, oh, this old music. And I'm saying, but this is the music that makes up today's heritage. And tomorrow's heritage is going to be made up of the choices that we as young people and the future of South Africa really make. A friend of mine told me a quote that I think is an absolutely amazing quote and so relevant for South Africans today, that heritage is really only part upbringing, part identity, but mostly it's about the choices that we make. When we come back after this break, we're going to play one more song and then we're going to wrap up this Heritage Day. You're listening to highlights of The Gareth Cliff Show on cliffcentral.com. Don't forget to join us at 1 today for a special Budget Heritage Day show. Gareth does have a special heritage show today, and he's bringing in the Herald, who's the person that is in charge of all the national symbols of heritage. We keep trying to find the sting to play you the right track so you know what's coming up next. It's 12.53. You're listening on to Womandla. Please share with us your memories. And we got a message on Twitter from... Uh, Nom, Nom Bosch, I think it is. And she says that the homeless song reminds her of her late dad. And it's definitely South Africa's musical heritage. And I'm hoping that you're enjoying the heritage that we have sh- we're sharing with you as much as I have enjoyed today's show. One last song. Let me see what we have got lined up. Oh, I forgot to tell you about the weekend special song, which was one of my favorite things about that song, is that that song in 1983 when it came up, it actually made Brenda Farsi an international hit. Brenda and the Big Dudes, which was the band that she played with at the time, actually went and toured the United States and Britain and Europe and Australia. And in Brazil, Weekend Special was burning up the favelas for, as a number one hit on their top 20 charts for a good number of weeks that year. One of my absolute, absolute favorites. Um. Let's take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to play some Freshly Ground, I think. Don't forget to join us at 1 today for a special Budget Heritage Day show. Oh, my my music is letting me down. I'm trying to find Freshly Ground, which is, again, one of my favorites, which I think in South, in the South African, what they've managed to do in South Africa is in the new age, take hold of the chies. Is that chies? Is the, is the right word? Freshly ground. The chies that makes up South African landscape and became one of South Africa's new age, most popular bands taking over. Do we have... Oh, I... I have a very dramatic announcement. So anyone with a weak heart should leave now. Unreal. Revolution. Revolution. Uncensored. Revolution. Revolution. Unfiltered. 
we say goodbye and it's gonna be Tandiswama's why because freshly ground is letting me down is Tandiswa coming up no Tandiswa's also not wanting to play with me how guys yes no I'm gonna play this